this is Mike Dilt with the Relax Back UK show on UK Health Radio, your global real feel-good radio station. On the Relax Back UK show we explore all kinds of health topics, so keep listening and enjoy the ride. And thank you for joining me with the Relax Back UK show. This week, again, the show is made possible by the kind sponsorship of Alga Cells. Alga Cells uses the body's own stem cells ability to regenerate tissue to treat joint and spine injuries and pain. Check out their website, algacells.com. This week, I chat with actor Tom Hopper. Amongst other roles, he has been in Percival as Merlin, Billy Bones in Black Sails, Dick and Tarly in Game of Thrones and Luther Hargreaves in the Umbrella Academy. There are some very physical roles there which have caused him some r- real problems. Where I slipped the disc, I had a bulging disc which turned out to be two uh, during shooting of a show I did called Black Sails. It was a very physical job and I ended up you know, having this very, very bad pain for a good chunk of uh, the shooting of season three and four of that show. I talked to him and Dr. Sabig Kirker about the regenerative treatment that he's had to fix these problems. Then away from acting in aggressive sword fights and action drama to this. By the end of the class, you know, women feel much better than when they came to the class, but they also feel better about themselves. You know, it's this idea that you're, you're getting back in touch with the person within because that's getting lost in everything that's happening. Libby Stevenson is a yoga teacher who helps women during pregnancy, after pregnancy, and during the menopause. So please do stay tuned for a great show. Thank you. This show is cool. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. Nagging pain. We at Alka-Cells know that a small amount of the patient's own bone marrow and blood cells can treat many painful conditions with regenerative orthopaedic therapy. This is an attractive treatment option for painful joints, back pain, sports injuries and many other conditions. It may avoid the need for surgery altogether. Alka-Cells, part of a network of 50 Regenex clinics worldwide where over 60,000 patients have been treated and helped. Alka-Cells, life is more beautiful with less pain. A cancer diagnosis can be scary and stressful for everyone involved. Hello Love is a contemporary living space and well-being center in central London where anyone can come and learn about illness prevention and non-toxic practice. Inside, you will find a vegan restaurant, juice bar, and holistic dojo that encourage lifestyle changes to help heal mind, body, and spirit connection. Cancer patients are offered free sessions. To find out more, please visit us at hellolove.org. The station that makes you feel good. The guests in this first section of the show are regenerative orthopaedic specialist Dr. Zibig Kirkor, who is also the sponsor of this episode, and actor Tom Hopper, who specialises in many roles that have a lot of action drama. And at first sight, it might appear that these two don't have much in common. However, it does seem that they do. 
the main thing we have in common is uh, our our love for regenerative medicine. Um, I think our I think we also share a common goal in trying to uh, educate people on on stem cells and how regenerative medicine is probably the future. And I think there's there's been a mindset for a long time about you know going under the knife is the only option for people who have certain injuries. Uh, whether that be orthopedic or, you know, uh, I think, you know, there's a lot of back injuries and things like that that have forever been a, the only option you have is to go under the knife. And actually, that's just not the case anymore, you know, and I'm I'm living proof of that. And uh, coming across Zbig and, and Regenex and um, what he's trying to do down there at Algo Cells in London, you know, for me is uh, is very much the future. So we connected... Uh, on a personal level on that you know that we share a common goal there I think and um, so what what did what did you have done well I've had, I've had a couple of things done You've I had mean a lot. the thing is yeah well I mean at the time I'd be I'd be down there all the time getting juiced up <laughs> I'd be like Wolverine <laughs> but the thing is I'm I'm such an advocate of it because um I've had pretty catastrophic uh injuries at times you know um I had a, a very bad bulging disc injury. Um, I actually had two discs that were out at one point and um, I've had a fairly nasty shoulder injury. Um, they, these have come from, you know, doing doing acting jobs where I've had to be very physical and like I've picked up injuries along the way. I picked up an injury where I slipped the disc. I had a bulging disc, which turned out to be two uh, during shooting of a show I did called Black Sails was a very physical job and I ended up, you know, having this very, very bad pain for a good chunk of uh, the shooting of season three and four of that show. And I finally had the time to go and get uh, an injection done uh, with stem cells, my own stem cells, which they take out of your bone marrow from your hip, do a bone marrow draw from your hip. And that healed it completely. Um, I got no pain from it. Within a few weeks, I was pain free. So it was like um, a switch for you. You know, you were it, barely able to walk and then all of a sudden you were fine. Yeah, and the thing the thing was the worst thing about it for me, I very, very nearly went under the knife because every orthopedic doctor I went to, and I, you know, I researched the stem cell thing and every doctor that I went to, orthopedic doctor said, no, that's all quackery. Don't go down that route. It's all, you know, it's not been researched enough yet. And Fortunately, my friend's dad had been down to Regenex and he'd had it done and it worked for him. And every doctor was saying, you need to go under the knife. At some point, you're going to have to have this operation to where they basically want to cut off a piece of my disc to remove it off the nerve that it was pushing in on, which then in, in long term is always going to weaken your spine because you've now lost that piece of your disc. Whereas what Regenex are offering is a service where they regenerate that disc. So it actually becomes healthier and stronger. And, and, and it's also done on I a local anesthetic, isn't it? And I, you know, I, I have to say, I was a little bit nervous thinking, it's all, it's honestly the simplest day in the surgery. You go in, you, you know, you're chatting to the doctors all the way through. Me and Zbig are having all sorts of conversations throughout our procedures. That's just chatting away about all sorts. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very pleasant. You don't go under, any kind of um, uh, general anaesthetic, you're in a local anaesthetic, it's all very, very comfortable. 
I'd say the the most uncomfortable piece about the whole thing is the bone marrow draw because you know they're going in to, to get the bone marrow. But even so, compared to surgery, this is like a fraction of the pain. Right. So it's just a little uncomfortable. Um, apart from that, the injection into the the disc and everything is, I would consider that pain free. It's very 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 simple. And so have you, have the, you been the able... result at the end of it to know that you can go down and have a morning, a day, and then come out the other side. Fantastic. So does it mean you've been able to continue doing these roles that are really quite physical? Because a lot of the roles you've done are, are very physical and, and you kind of you do your oh, own absolutely. stunts, don't you? I do a lot of my instance. Yeah, there's some things that they don't let me do. <laughs> the insurance <laughs> doesn't let me do it. Which actually, I'm after having the injuries. You know, I'm 37 now. In my in my twenties, I was like, let me do everything. And then a few injuries down the road, you kind of let the stunt boys uh, take a little bit more of the heat. Sure. Um, but yeah, I do do. I like to. You know, you can get better shots and stuff if you're willing to do uh, st certain stunts yourself. So I try and do as much as I can myself, um, which I really enjoy. Good. Uh, actually, but, I'm, I must... Yeah, I mean, it's allowed me to the roles that i do you know it's certainly i must admit before we spoke i just looked at the uh, trailer of your latest film right which is love it love in the villa and uh so i i, I was watching that and you're, you're in it with your yeah. wife and uh for quite a lot of the time uh well at least in in the trailer she's listing the a load of your faults the the character you play i stress not you and throwing things at you and I was thinking if that was my wife, she might deviate from the script and start listing real, real things she doesn't like about me. I hope that didn't happen for you. No, yeah, I mean, um, so the, the, the girl throws up actually, it, she's not my real life wife. My wife is uh, plays another character in the movie. Um, but she, uh, yeah, so like if, the thing is that, that, that was quite a nice movie for me because I'm so used to doing like these big action sequences that, that was just a walk in the park, literally. <laughs> it was very, very easy for me. So doing doing a rom com, I was like, I could get used to this. This is like very, this is very nice. No injuries anywhere. Much less risk of injury. Yeah. Okay. Just back back to the, the treatment that you had uh, from these kind of um, much more physical roles uh, that you had. Um, I'm I'm just keen to ask you a bit more about those because compared to surgery the the actual downtime is, is much less you mentioned a little bit earlier but how 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 much time did you have to take off to recover well the first I mean, this is what's so great about these treatments is they're advancing all the time right so the first time i had um the the it done the injury uh, in my disc that was about i noticed the real difference after six weeks but you you're already up and doing stuff after um, you could go back on camera after a week, you know, you could be back at work, um, less than actually, but, um, just in terms of physical exercise, then it was like, I had to kind of take a lot of time off, um, but like, but like six weeks, but the, the more recent time I had the injury treated, I felt I'm not in exaggerating here. I got, I had, I went down for the treatment in London with Zivig. And 24 hours later, it was like, I can't feel the pain anymore. I was like, that's crazy. And I said to my wife, I was like, it's gone already. 
And she said, no, it can't have done. I was like, I'm telling you, I'm not in the pain anymore. So something was like miraculous in the second one. And then I was back. I, I felt the thing is, I didn't want to push it because you, you don't want to like jinx it. Right. No. But so I didn't like go to the gym and push myself hard or anything. I just sort of did some movement to get the Zbig said, you know, now the, the protocol is actually to get you moving sooner rather than later. Right. Zbig. Yes, that's correct. Um, so I started, you know, doing my movements and stuff, but I felt great straight after it. And what I realized after having the first set of treatments to the second, which was about two years-ish, I uh, realized that the, the treatments that have advanced so much in that time. And actually the second time, I didn't even have to have the stem cells. We did like an advanced PRP into a disc, into the other uh, bulge disc. Um, and yep, so it's a completely correct. different way they're, they're doing it now, right, Zubik? Okay, yes, what, what, is, what does PRP yes. stand for? Um, it's the PRP is the platelet-rich plasma. So, so we we get them from from the blood. So there is no need for drilling the uh, bone to get the bone marrow. We are simply take the blood like for blood tests. Okay, and so so Zabig was was Tom a good patient generally? Tom was a very good patient. <laughs> um, Tom, Tom is very enthusiastic about the regenerative orthopedics, and um, um, and he also he also um, has got a, a fair amount of of really profound knowledge on it. Uh, so he he asks really good questions, and and I I really enjoyed every conversation with him because. It was very much inspiring. So I think, I think yes, he was a very good patient. An Most of my patients patient that asked lots of questions. Yes, 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 and uh, and I, I think you know I I really like it because um, it makes me think. Uh, it makes me um, think through the whole processes and and, and stuff and just. I think it's inspiring, so I, I like it. I, I definitely like patients who, who do ask questions, who know something about the treatments, and um, and they want to learn more. And um, and and it, it makes it a great conversation. Good. Here's a very I think, important I think question. That just, just on, on no, yeah, that. go ahead, Tom. What I was going to say is, you know, what's what's for me, you know, needs to be more of. Um, there needs to be more of people willing to ask why right and, and look for alternatives to the the mainstream medicine because the reason I got into this is because I wasn't willing to accept the only route uh, to, to healing was orthopedic surgery and I was like there's got to be something else there's got to be something else out there that can actually help me heal this and there is and I think that's if more people start asking why and why must i go down that route rather than going what else is out there and really opening their mind to to questioning other alternative means of, of treatment that the better it will be because it, it it needs to come more into the mainstream this this form of medicine now because too many people are going under the knife and coming out on the other side of it worse off whereas i'm living proof as of as well as like other people that i know who are literally healing from their own cells and their own blood you go in for a day you get and you draw blood like you're getting you're giving blood and within a couple of hours you're on the healing process job done 
Like yeah. I can't think of another thing that in terms of orthopedic treatment that is as simple as that. It's so mm -hmm. simple. And I look at people who are still going under the knife and going, why <laughs> don't there is another sure. option out there for you that is going to help you. Um, and I'm sort of, <laughs> I feel like I'm becoming like one of the poster boys for it. I think because <laughs> I know Joe Rogan is very, uh, he's a big ad advocate of stem cells. He's had it done. And like, there's lots of more like athletes that are all doing it now. Um, and I just think it needs to become more into the mainstream. More people need to know that it's an option for them. Sure. What, one thing that people might wonder, because Tom, you know, you're, you're a young man. Hopefully you've got many more years of acting in front of you. Um, can you ha have this procedure done, you know, again in, in years to come? Mm. Or, is, or is it because, you know, if, if you have say, a knee rebuilt under surgery, you know, you, you can't have that done again. And it has a certain kind of lifespan, as it were. So is it possible if if the problems come back to have the surgery? Well, it's not surgery, the procedure done again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the idea is they don't come back. You know, I mean, Zbig's always saying to me, try not to get injured again. <laughs> always, but as a physical guy and like putting my body through it, you know, and I, uh, I, uh, I do like, I, you know, I, I haven't re-injured the same area, fortunately, you know, um, but uh, yeah, that, that's, that's the beauty of it, right? Is that you're not breaking down anything. You're not having to like cut into tissue and, and then like rebuild it. You're, you're just adding in cells there, healing cells that are regenerating that area. So if you do re-injure it, yeah, you can take more of your own blood and then put it back in or take more of your stem cells and put right. it back in. Like that's, that's what's great about it. They also, Regenex also offer this service uh, and you can correct me here, Zibig, that you can you can now store your stem cells. So like my stem cells that are, say, because I'm 37 now, say my stem cells, they can draw them out now and they will be 37-year-old stem cells, right? They can bank those stem cells and I can use them when I'm like 70 if I needed to. So there'll be youngest, like healthier stem cells. Is that correct, Zibig? Am I saying that right? Yes, yes, it is correct. Although this, this service is very limited because it's not allowed um, in in United States and, and in Europe. So actually, Regenex has got their clinic in Cayman Island, and and this is where they can provide it and, and stay exclusively there. So um, I just don't want to to, to raise the, the you know the hopes for for people that they can come to us to London and get their yeah. uh, their stem cells stored. It is unfortunately uh, impossible at this stage. However, um, there are some expectations that FDA, the American uh, FDA, will change the tackle, and hopefully the, the 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 European countries will follow. But that's 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 the that's that's sometime in the future. Okay, Zibek, where do these concerns come from? You know, why, why, why is it not legal? What, what are the concerns there? Um, it's not illegal. Um, it's, um, it, it falls under different regulations. Um, and the different regulations means that if you want to process the uh, cells, the stem cells or the platelets in a more complex way, um, it's considered um, manufacturing a medicine. And obviously, suddenly your clinic is not the clinic anymore. It's the pharmaceutical um, company. So okay. obviously, this is completely different regulations, um, different manufacturing standards. 
Um, and therefore, it's, uh, it, it's, I'm not saying it's not allowed. It's simply none of the single clinics could afford to, to do that. Okay, no, I, I, I get it, I get it. All right, so look, that, that's kind of living proof with Tom that it, it, it works and um, it, it's worth having. Um, I guess the next question, Tom, has, has got to be, when are we going to see you next on our screens? What, when are you next going to be, I don't know, sword fighting seems to come up quite a lot with you, that sort of thing. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually taken a little bit of a uh, back step from the sword fighting because I've done so much of it. I was like, I kind of fancy wearing like jeans and a T-shirt in some jobs, to be honest, because uh, I'm always in the chain mail and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I've got the, the fourth season of Umbrella Academy that we're about to start shooting. Um, I'm currently in New York shooting a movie called Space Cadet with Emma Roberts and Gabrielle Union, which is, a, which is another comedy, which is quite fun because I love doing comedy. It's a big, big uh, passion of mine. So, um, unfortunately, not too many stunts in this one as well, which is nice. <laughs> um, but then, um, so we have that coming out next year. And then we have a couple of movies that we're about to announce. Uh, in the coming months uh, which I, which are back in the action space so i've got i've got a big action movie that i'm shooting um that i can't announce yet because it's being announced next week so but i'm shooting that just before christmas um and yeah so we, there's a few things coming out next year well it, it sounds like you better keep in touch with zibig just in case because you never know you might hurt yourself doing some of these stuff oh don't worry about it i bug him enough I bug him enough. I, I always, I always keep, I always keep couple of slots in the clinic available for Tom. So anytime. <laughs> okay, glad to hear it. Look, guys, thank you so much for chatting. This, this stuff is really interesting, and it, it does sound like it can potentially help an awful lot of people just, you know, live a better life and avoid major operations. So you know, it, it does seem extremely useful. Um. This question, last question is probably to Zibig. If people are listening to this and they want to find out a bit more about what you do or this kind of technology in general, um, what are some good sources for them? Um, obviously, they can, they can find some information on our website at albacells.com or reginex.com. Um, that's where we, where we put some resources and, uh, and recent publications. So I think uh, that's the good uh, place to reach out. And also, um, if somebody wants to talk and, and have, a, have an informal chat, we very welcome to, to our clinic, either for the consultation in person, and we also did a video consultation where patients can get the flavor of what we do and, uh, and what we can offer them. Excellent. And all the contact details are on your website? Yes. Okay. Look, gentlemen, thank you very much indeed uh, for chatting. It really is very much appreciated. So, my thanks. Thank yeah, you thanks, very much, Mike. Mike. Thank, Thank you very thanks, much, Mike. Thanks, thanks for giving us the platform to talk about it, Mike, because it's really important that more people know about this. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate the time. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. Nagging pain. We at AlgaCells know that a small amount of the patient's own bone marrow and blood cells can treat many painful conditions with regenerative orthopaedic therapy. This is an attractive treatment option for painful joints, back pain, sports injuries and many other conditions. It may avoid the need for surgery altogether. AlgaCells, part of a network of 50 Regenex clinics worldwide where over 60,000 patients have been treated and helped. AlgaCells, life is more beautiful with less pain. 
A cancer diagnosis can be scary and stressful for everyone involved. Hello Love is a contemporary living space and well-being center in central London where anyone can come and learn about illness prevention and non-toxic practice. Inside, you will find a vegan restaurant, juice bar, and holistic dojo that encourage lifestyle changes to help heal mind, body, and spirit connection. Cancer patients are offered free sessions. To find out more, please visit us at hellolove.org. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. The next guest is Libby Stevenson, and she's a yoga teacher. She does loads of stuff. She's extremely busy. So actually, I kind of took the easy way out and got her to introduce herself. Right. Well, um, my name is Libby Stevenson, and um, I'm a yoga instructor primarily. Um, and I am head of yoga for an online wellness platform for women over 40 called Harley Street at Home Menopause. Um I teach mainly online, but before then I was teaching in yoga studios and I specialize in women's uh, health. Uh, so I teach yoga for pregnancy, postnatal and menopause. Um, and I have been featured in magazines like Psychology's Magazine, Stylist, mm -hmm. Take a Break, um, and also on Sherlock's. Um, I've also been shortlisted for uh, content creation in lifestyle and well-being by uh, Magnified Influencer Fashion uh, Awards. Um, so yes, I do. I'm a jack of all trades. Yeah, I'm a jack of all trades. Well, one thing that I, you, which you you didn't mention, but I'm going to pick up on it <laughs> because I, I really like this this fact uh, is that we're both engineers, or we have been engineers. You spent yeah. quite a lot of your career working as an engineer in quite a specific field. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so my background, my, my degree is in biomedical engineering, which is artificial parts of the body. Um, and when I, when I became a mother, I chose to um, shift careers and just be a stay-at-home mom. So although I have a degree in engineering, I had worked in banking, and then I became a, a stay-at-home mom. And as my children started leaving home one by one, and I had, I had four children, um, I had a lot of time on my hands and I thought, what do I want to do now? Um, so I, I liked yoga and I decided to pursue the yoga teacher training for personal development. I had no intention of doing anything with that. Um, and then it was so much work that I decided I actually should be teaching yoga and getting back to my degree in engineering, because it is all about artificial parts of the body. Um, I have a very strong foundation in anatomy and physiology. So it actually combines really well with yoga because I understand what the poses are about, the alignment, um, you know, so there's a, a really good understanding of me, of the anatomy and physiology of the yoga poses, right. of the breathing and what it's, you know, how it is affecting the body. Although so I have to say that as a scientist like you, my reason, one of the reasons for becoming a yoga teacher was to kind of understand the science behind it. Right. Sure. But I so couldn't I, I do that. I couldn't so do we, that. We definitely have that in common. So, I, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm an engineer and um, often I think of the body as, you know, it's, it's a structure. And uh, mm -hmm. if a bit of the structure isn't working quite properly, then... Yeah. You know, it, affect, it, it can affect everything yes. and you have to find ways to try and fix it. So, 
Yeah, so I, I, I'm an engineer and I'm, I'm, I'm very sort of blokey and I, I like, you know, the sciencey side of things. So of, of the people that you um, teach yoga to and instruct yoga to, am I a sort of a, a normal fit? Well, funny you should say that. I think there's this misconception about who should be doing yoga or what a yoga fanatic looks like and um you know there's this concept that you know those who do yoga are young bendy and thin and women but actually the first yogis were men weren't they it was men and uh yoga is for everyone of every age so male female and whatever age you are you know you can adapt the yoga uh, to different people. Um, so yeah, yoga is for everyone, whether you're blokey or not. And, and actually, I find with men, they should be doing yoga because a lot of them are very tight in terms of muscles. I can see when my husband, you know, sits down flat on the floor, like his knees are always bent because his legs are so tight. But, you know, you don't have to be bendy to do yoga. It makes you more flexible. It makes you bendier. It, it stretches you out. And actually, the less flexible you are, the more of a better candidate you are for yoga. Because yeah, when I yeah. started yoga, I certainly wasn't flexible and bendy. Um, I was lucky in that my neighborhood, there was a woman who was like me, similar to my age, who was teaching classes in a church hall. So the other people who came to her class were like me. So I felt this sense of community and I kept going. And I'm glad for that because otherwise I probably would have stopped. Um, but yeah, yoga is for everyone. And actually, um, I recently did a reel on, you know, you know, who, who needs to do yoga and, and it's actually people who aren't, aren't bendy or flexible. And, you know, the older in age you are actually, that's great because as we age, we lose balance, we lose coordination, we lose flexibility and yoga can help us with all of those. So don't let age be a limiting factor or body type or you know, male, female, absolutely not. It's for everyone. Just, just, yeah, just give it a go and you might find you like it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, you know, the, the, the other misconception is that, oh, I need to be sweating in order for something to, you know, to feel like I've done something. Well, many times in, in a yoga class, even though you're still in a pose, you can be sweating because maintaining that takes effort. You know, stillness takes effort and people don't realize that. And a lot of times I'll finish my practice, which is not necessarily what you would look at and think, well, that doesn't look hard. You're not lifting weights, but yet you're, you're moving your own body weight. And that takes effort, you know, depending on the pose and how you're moving from pose to pose. So there's this misconception that unless I am sweating, uh, I'm not doing anything good for my body. But actually, studies have shown that sitting still in meditation where you're not moving, you know, the one where you're sitting cross-legged with your eyes closed, studies have shown that the physical benefits of doing that, you know, so this idea that unless I'm sweating and moving really fast, it's not helping me, you know, that's, that's another myth we need to debunk. Okay, all right, good. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll consider that debunked for now. But when, uh, one of the things, when I was saying, would I fit into your class, is that there's a fairly obvious reason why I might not. <laughs> right i'm a guy no. so why yeah. you specialize in helping women why only women in your classes i'll tell you why because when i went through pregnancy postnatal and menopause i had no information uh no guidance no support 
nor did I know what was happening to my body. And these are transformational stages for women. I mean, the body physically is changing. Certainly in pregnancy, it's obvious. And then once the baby comes out, you, you know, your body goes back, reverts back to, you know, not to its pre-pregnancy state, but now you have this body that is trying to hold, bring everything back together again. You know, in pregnancy, everything uh, enlarges and widens and in post-pregnancy, it all comes back together. Um, and then in menopause, you have all of these physical symptoms that you start experiencing for the first time. So the my intention was, kind of selfishly to give back to myself what I didn't have. And so that's why I decided to specialize in these three types of yoga. But the other thing is um, regarding those types of yoga is that, you know, because I have been through them, I can through experience help these women um, as they go through these different stages. And it's not so much about what's happening to the body physically. So yes, there are physical changes with each of those stages, pregnancy, postnatal and menopause, but it's also about signposting the women to who can help them. So, you know, in pregnancy, there's also miscarriage. There can be miscarriage. So signposting the women in my class as they're doing pregnancy yoga, you know, these are the organizations that can help in the event of a miscarriage or in the event of a traumatic pregnancy and birth. You know, where, where do they go? So it, my classes are not just about let's move. It's about, you know, why the yoga is helping your body and how it will, will help you through those stages. Oh, and by the way, there are these books and there are these experts out there um, and there are people you should be following and organizations you should know about who can help you in the event of. You know? yeah. so, so it's about bringing the whole experience of pregnancy, postnatal and menopause to these women because they might not know about it otherwise. And, and I am that ambassador for them to, you know, bring that information to them. So they're not just coming to do yoga. They're coming to learn about all the other things they need to know about that can help them. So yeah, certainly um, my, well, my, my experience, uh, of, of, I've been through all these three phases vicariously with my wife. And yeah. we also had some, some miscarriages and we did find that uh, yoga was very useful uh, for the for the miscarriages from all sorts of uh, ways, and all, yeah. also in the other scenarios as well. But do you, do you find uh, that um, well, women might want their partners to come along, or actually yeah. the men might want to come along? So yeah, um, well, it, it's that, that's what we did. We kind of did, and we still do yoga together and we find that sort of helpful so yeah yeah well it's interesting i was teaching before lockdown in in yoga studios and they mainly had classes for the women there was one yoga studio that had a mommy baby <clears throat> they called it a parent baby yoga class but it was at 11 a.m on a wednesday and of course most fathers partners are working so i think i had maybe one or two men come and then they never, you know, if they were on holiday, they would come, but they, they didn't come back. And I think it was the timing of the class where the yoga studios are catering more to the time of the women coming to the classes as opposed to, you know, the men. So it was unfortunate that the class was at 11 a.m., but um, that was a parent baby yoga class. Um, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And, and at the time I was teaching in the yoga studio and it was just for women. Yeah. yeah, no, I get it. Because uh, my point is, it, it is 
obviously it's the 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 the, 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 the women are the you know the main uh, dealers yeah. with what's happening here but it is very much a shared experience or it is in, it is. in a perfect world it should be a shared experience and I think if a man had come to my class, let's say a pregnancy yoga class and said, can I do the yoga? I would have said fine, yeah. you know, but it wasn't marketed that way. Yeah, no, so I, I, they I, didn't you come. Wouldn't, you, would, yeah. you wouldn't have turned him away at the door. No. And you know what? You know, pregnancy yoga is just about hip openers, which everyone can use, you know, sure. men, women. It's it, So it would have, and it's all about lower back pain. And again, men could use that kind of a class. So it's, it's, Although it says pregnancy yoga, it's actually a pretty good class for just about anyone. <laughs> you know? Right. So do, do, have you been through a particular special course and are you certified yeah. to help women yes. that are pregnant? Because, you know, you, yeah. you've got to be quite careful here. You want to make sure that you don't do Correct. the wrong thing or, you know, yeah. induce birth or, or whatever yeah. it might be. Although, actually, <laughs> it, it might be useful for um inducing birth if uh, women are overdue have you, have you done that well actually you can do pregnancy yoga up until the day you give birth because it is that gentle and it is slow and yes i do have further certification so i did a basic yoga teacher training and then i had to do further certifications in pregnancy yoga in postnatal yoga and in menopause yoga. So those are additional, three additional certifications. And yes, in pregnancy yoga, you have to be careful. First of all, there's a physical element, you know, the, the, the big belly. So you're not gonna be doing cobra pose lying on your tummy, are you? Nor are you in Shavasana lying on your back as you normally would, you lie on your side, you know, with your knees bent. Um, so you do have to keep these things in mind. There's certain breathing techniques you know, you wouldn't use because they are energizing and already the pregnant body is at a higher temperature uh, to start off with uh, because of the extra fluids in the body because of the baby. So you're, you don't want to do anything to make these women feel hotter <laughs> and overheat them. Um, so yeah, so there, you know, there are things you need to look out for and things that you really want to focus on such as, you know, hip openers, lower back pain and doing movements for that, um, strengthening the arms, because when the baby comes, it starts growing, you need to have strong arms, um, you know, strong legs, because when you are squatting down in a birth position, you want to be able to stay there and showing them adaptations if they can't stay there for that long, you know, with blocks underneath them or what have you. Um, yeah, so there is, you know, different certifications because the body is different at those stages. So yeah. you want to be able to adapt the yoga to them. Um, and I wish I had had that. You know, when I was pregnant in postnatal, we were told, do not do anything in pregnancy. You can walk and you can swim, but do nothing. You know, exercise, don't exercise. And I can't swim, so all I could do was walk. Um, and the other thing about those classes is that they gather together women going through the same experience. So it's, you know, women going through pregnancy, postnatal menopause. And that is another way for the women to get to know each other and share their experience. So there was always time in my classes for the women, I would always ask them, how are you feeling today? And they would always say, well, I'm not sleeping or I have heartburn or what have you. And then other women would say, oh yeah, me too. And I tried this and it works. And that is, you know, the yoga is the excuse to gather the women as a community. Um, and it's these shared experiences that are so valuable. That's where the magic really happens. Yeah, the yoga is incidental. 
<laughs> we're there to do yoga, but it's really these women coming together and hearing that they're not alone in their experience and what they're experiencing. And, and that's the brilliant part of it. No, I, I can imagine that being um, very useful indeed. <sighs> um, yeah. I'm just, just uh, bringing it back to me because I'm a bit selfish. <laughs> the, of, of these three things, the, the one that happened most recently that I can sort of remember because actually it's, it's in the recent past is is uh, is menopause okay so okay yeah. and you know yeah. this is it, you know it's always quite a, a well often it's a difficult time but both both involved so mm -hmm. and as far as yoga goes you know what do you do for yoga any specific postures or or okay. things to help yeah. well there's breathing techniques that are calming one in particular is cooling. So if anyone is experiencing hot flushes or night sweats mm -hmm. and it's called cooling breath, you know, uh, Um, So we, we teach them that, but we teach other breathing techniques just to get the women, you know, cause anxiety is one of the symptoms, feelings of overwhelm, heart palpitations. Uh, so we, we use different breathing techniques just to, so that the women learn different ways of calming down. Um, we also do, um, well, it's general yoga, but there are certain poses that are very helpful in, in menopause and mainly restorative poses. And with the restorative pose, you just get into the pose, you don't move, and the pose itself releases tension from the body and quiets the mind. And you know things like child's pose, and we, we, we teach them supportive child's pose to make it even more comfortable. There's legs up the wall, which is also a lovely pose. And, and again, you know, when we go through the menopause, the thing with menopause is that there's a lot happening. There's physical symptoms, um, and the physical symptoms come and go, you know, and you can have many at one time. So you're dealing with these physical symptoms. Um, one then disappears, another one appears. You're also dealing with the emotional aspect of menopause, i.e. aging. And for many women, that's that's a big thing, you know, loss of youth. Um, there's also the concept of, for some women, empty nest and children leaving home and now having to find a new purpose. That's certainly what happened to me as a stay-at-home mom. Now I was left with nothing, you know, and, and having to find a new purpose. There's also, um, as we go through the menopause, a lot of women are coming to uh, crossroads in their career. It's, you know, it's that age, you know, what am I doing? Am I retiring? What am I doing? What is happening career-wise? Um, the other one is relationships, you know, especially if, you know, you had children and now they're leaving home and suddenly you're across the table from this partner that you really haven't focused much time on your relationship. You were so focused on the children, you know, having to, you know, you know, who is this person getting to know that person again? And a lot of relationships kind of fall apart, don't they? Because people evolve and maybe, um, you know, think differently after many years of being together, etc. So there's a lot happening uh, there's uh, aging parents having to deal with that. And and the other thing is with all these physical symptoms, it, it brings up maybe um, illnesses that are in the family. So if there is dementia in the family and a woman is experiencing brain fog, suddenly she's thinking, oh, is it dementia? You know, is this on early onset dementia? You know, mm -hmm. there's all, and, and also in, in menopause, I mean, we have the aging and menopause that happens together, right? So aging, whether male or female, our metabolism starts to slow down. That's just aging. So women now have aging, metabolism slows down. I have the menopause. Um, 
gaining the weight. It's all of these things that are happening at once and it's a lot to handle. So the yoga, the yoga is calming, cooling. Um, we get into positions where the mind can quiet down. And the idea with menopause yoga is that you, you come back to yourself in the sense that we evolve, you know, as humans in our lifestyle, but intrinsically we stay the same. And it's getting back in touch with that person because there's so much happening around us. It, it can be overwhelming and you don't know what to do first. But when you come to yoga, it's that coming back to yourself in terms of connecting mind to body through breath and stillness and just being as opposed to doing. Right. And by the end of the class, you know, women feel much better than when they came to the class, but they also feel better about themselves. You know, it's this idea that you're, you're getting back in touch with the person within, because that's getting lost in everything that's happening. Sure. And also this idea, you mentioned it before with, with uh, pregnancy, being in sort of a, a club, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, a group of pe people that are going through the same thing uh, mm -hmm. is, is, is going to be helpful, hopefully. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that's a good thing as well that comes out of it. Absolutely. And a lot of women come to yoga for the first time in pregnancy because they've been doing yoga. Um, and, you know, now they they don't, you know, the, the, their teacher is telling them, I don't know how to adapt it to you or what have you. Or maybe they've never done yoga before, but they hear it's the one type of exercise you can start doing in pregnancy. So a lot of women come to pregnancy yoga um, and, you know, it's a great way to learn about your body, meet other women going through the experience. And, you know, being signposted to other books and things that can help you on your pregnancy journey, uh, because it is a journey, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, Libby, if people are listening to this and they're thinking, right, this sounds like she sounds like a really fabulous woman. I'd like to get involved. <laughs> Do you, do you still do classes face to face or is it online? How, how, how do you work? It, at yeah, it's well, because of COVID, it's all online. It just so happens. Um, and I've been so busy that in order for me to do them face to face, I really haven't had time to pursue that aspect. But it seems to be working online and I think it works online. And I have to thank COVID for this. It's brought so many more people to yoga. Because again, as we said in the beginning, there's this misconception about what a yoga body looks like. And, and therefore, a lot of people don't feel confident going into a yoga class if they don't think they have the right body or they think they might not be able to do the poses uh, because they're too challenging, what have you. So COVID allowed people to do it online from the comfort of their home with the video off. And that's been brilliant, yeah. So so getting back to your question, um, I am currently online and that that seems to work, you know, because people come home from work and they just tune in or what have you. And do, so does the online work both ways? Can you see the students? Because as a yoga teacher, you know, you've got to keep an eye on what people are doing. You know, I disagree because when I do it online, um, I let the person do screen on, screen off, whatever they're comfortable with. I pride myself in being such a good yoga teacher that my explanations are crystal clear. Not to mention that when you're doing it online, I'm demonstrating so they can see me. I'm telling them what to focus on. Your knee should be here and there and look down, make sure it's, you know, so um, that's, you know, so I think, you know, you work, right. 
That's the way I work. And actually in yoga studios, I know a lot of yoga teachers like to touch and put people into position. But, you know, I, I'm trauma informed with my therapeutic well-being practice and touching can trigger people, you know, can trigger trauma. So I never touched anyone. So the fact that I don't touch people now doesn't bother me. I would always say to them, move your you know, knee to the left or what have you or move back. But I never touched people. So going online was was not difficult for me to do. Sure. No, I, I get it. I get it. All right. Look, if, if people are listening to this and um, would like to have a taster or just see what you do, presumably you've got a, a, a website or a way people can get involved. What, what yes. What's the best thing for people to do? Well, I have a website. It's uh, www.com Libby Stevenson Wellbeing, isn't it? Wellbeing.com. I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Um, and then I'm on Instagram, um, which is where you can see, you know, what I do mainly. Um, I always put little videos up. But my goal with yoga is it's not to do a one-hour class because nobody has that time. I think yoga is one of those things that you can fit into your day, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. You know, I often will do um, a pose just to clear my mind, like tree pose is brilliant. So it clears my mind because in order to balance, you have to focus, but it's also strengthening the muscles and bones of the legs. But um, yeah, so on, on Instagram, you'll see little snippets like that and how you can insert it into your um, into your day. But on Instagram, I'm LibbyStevenson.Wellbeing. Okay. All right. Look, absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much indeed. For Thank you for having you. I think, me. I, th I think lots of people, women especially, will find that uh, interesting and useful. So many thanks. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. A big thank you to my guests on this week's show, and they were actor Tom Hopper, regenerative orthopedic specialist Dr. Zibig Kirkor, and yoga teacher Libby Stevenson. A big thank you to you for listening, and of course a special thanks to the show sponsor Algacells, who bring regenerative orthopedic medicine to the UK. See their website, algacells.com. If you or a loved one are in pain, do have a look. Thank you for listening and please do join us again next time.